What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, January 6, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, uh, being joined today by two co-hosts. One, you may know, the dad you wish you all had, Mr. Jose Ozaguerra. How's it going? And also... Yeah, excellent. Another beautiful day, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, and that's why we called in the big guns, the architect bang, bang. of City Wrestling Radio, uh, the 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 creative mind behind this entire thing five plus years the ago. Creative mind, creative, the creative. Mind. Okay, nah, that's okay. You got yes. You had, you sorry, had going on. I stepped all over it because I'm the architect. It's God damn right. it. No, no. Michael Vergara, how are you today, sir? I'm all right, I'm all right, man. It's a new year. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's January 6th. You know what that means. Uh, we're storming the Capitol. No. Uh, <laughs> it's, good. it's good seeing you guys. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, we, were, we were due for a three-man booth at least once this year, so we get it out of the way right right now i'm kidding but we got a lot we got a lot to talk about today because uh it's i think it's pretty much a game of thrones in wwe as vince mcmahon plots his return to the iron throne of the board of directors uh the boss sasha banks uh no longer sasha banks uh, Mercedes Monet has arrived to New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to take a look at the fall, fallout of Wrestle Kingdom 17. And MJF lays out the gauntlet for Brian Danielson. Can the American Dragon make it to San Francisco? We're going to Probably. talk about all that, but before we do... <laughs> but my, my my guess is yes, he will uh, Come on, it's television. Uh, make it to... Yeah, he'll figure it out. It's, you know, it's not like, no, and then, well, you know, Fucking, who's going to be the number one contender? Um, it's... Uh, fucking sean dean because he never never be he never lost to mjf congratulations we're finally going and we're finally going to see an aew show in the chase center it's sean there dean versus mjf <laughs> but before we get into all of that before we talk about sean dean's uh impressive main event at revolution uh don't forget to like share and subscribe it really helps us out you know do all that because you love city wrestling radio and uh i talk about algorithms like it's 2017 so Go ahead, like, share, subscribe, comment down below. I'll hail the algorithm. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, Vince McMahon. Ah, he's. Uh, I thought we were he's done coming with back. Him. Apparently, I, th- I thought we left 2022 with not, him. Not quite. Not he's quite. walking. He was walking home. I thought. What else? Uh, okay. Well, he was. He he was out partying with. Was it? Was that John Cena's birthday party that he was seen at a couple months ago? Yeah, dinner party. Like he was like it was like it, one of the on, like few times he was seen in public, and he just like had a sh- a V neck shirt on. It was you know he it was like the <laughs> time like you ever seen pictures of Vince McMahon like anything but a suit like there's that there's that video of him like in that in one of the nineties like recap shows and like it was like yeah. zo- like all he it's, he's literally just like Zubaz like every everything he wears is just either a suit or a Zubaz. No, he has that uh, sleeveless tuxedo going on. I mean, either, yeah, in the one sleeveless tuxedo. Do you remember that when he, yeah. no, he did that eighties uh, variety show? But yeah, uh, but I don't think he's going to have his Zubaz on for this because another report by the Wall Street Journal just came out this week, uh, highlighting Vince McMahon's uh, inevitable return to inevitable. his position of power. It, I mean, it's it, come on, it was going to happen regardless. I'm not saying like, I'm surprised in one it. form or another. No, not at all. Uh, but apparently he is uh, preparing uh, to come back to WWE to prep the company uh, for a sale. The article states, uh, quote, Mr. McMahon, 
who is the majority voting power through his ownership of WWE's Class B stock, said Thursday that he had the company, uh, he is going to be electing himself and two former co-presidents and directors, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, to the board, uh, confirming an earlier Wall Street Journal report. Uh, the move to reinstate Mc- Mr. McMahon, which the board has previously rebuffed, uh, and the others will require three current directors to vacate their positions. Now, like I said, in order for this to uh, for them to become full fledged board members, three seats would have to be vacated. Nikon, uh, Triple I mean, H, and Stephanie McMahon. Well, I don't know if they're actual board members, but they are. They are. Okay. Well, uh, um, be, <laughs> be settled with a, four, a fatal four way with Vince uh, McMahon in every corner. And a and a con in a corner, and do you winner. think Laurenitis a special guest referee? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, you know, uh, but you know, this is a uh, he it did express desire to return to the company back in December uh, when he sent a letter to the board of directors uh, because and now he pretty much has the company. Uh, by the throat at this point because he has stated that he will not approve any forthcoming media rights deals or sale of the company until he is reinstated. Uh, Michael, this fucking, this fucking well, <laughs> that I mean, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about this? This couldn't like be sitting well with the uh, the roster. At I think all. everyone, I mean, half of the people were. I think everyone's like in agreement that this is probably just like we. The good old days, huh? Remember the like the all six months of us just having a great time, and then, you know, Dad's back home, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like we were all having this. Uh, I mean, it was it's basically a six month house party with like with with your dad like you know gone, and then now all of a sudden we we have to get a new couch, we have to replace that vase, and you know. Well, this this was this doesn't seem like. Like Triple H was planning for this because I mean, look at all the people he brought back and signed. Like Dragon Lee, you were saying this earlier. You know, you were talking about this earlier. Uh, what are his I mean, chances now? In WWE? And also the people who we like, I don't want to step all over our New Japan talk or anything, but like think about a possible Jay White. You know, coming into WWE, like what does he think about this news? Like, is he like is is he gonna just straight up just Go full on in WWE, yeah. knowing he might that... not even show up. Don't don't count your eggs before they hatch. He might not even get signed. That's true. No, you're you're definitely right that's on exactly, that. But that's my point. But it where seems it's like, like that's that's going to affect the decision of anybody going like who thinks that oh we're I'm going to go to WWE and because the you know Triple H is my pal and like he's going to treat me right and then all of a sudden swoop Vince is back. Well, how like how is Miro gonna tr- how like how, look like look at somebody like a Miro or an Andrade where they they were straight up like just going out to lunch and going straight to going straight to Orlando now like what are they gonna do what are they gonna do now and so yeah I'm not I don't want to say I'm surprised well, about you, this though uh, I mean it, it, to me like I said yeah no you're right it's it's not surprising in any way shape or form but like Jose what like. Triple H and Stephanie, they they had to have seen this coming, at least for some respects, right? Like, you would think. I think this was like a Christmas announcement. Stuff. Trips. You think they had Christmas dinner? <laughs> they, they did. They this had. Is where My gift to you is me returning. Like, like, like collective groan at the table. Like you don't, y- y'all don't remember. Like fucking Vince, like tried to push Stephanie out of the company when she took that sabbatical, and then 
like they and then like like a week later after she announced like she was taking a sabbatical that like there were these quote unquote leak reports saying that she just was she she wasn't shit. You know, in the, in the back of their minds, they knew he was coming back, but I'm sure they had some rose-colored glasses on and were hoping for the best, wishing for the best, wishful thinking, right? That's why all these moves were getting done left and right. Yeah. I mean, like... But, the, you know, yeah, they, but, they but sh- the, if they didn't see it coming, they should have. I mean, and, Corey, you referenced, like, Game of Thrones, but I I mean, I think everybody is, like, referencing another HBO show, and that's Succession, where, like, oh, yeah. it's just everybody, like, like it's just the power, you know, the power-hungry patriarch just... Not willing to let yeah. go of power, and then you have all these, all these people, you know, all these chess pieces with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And did you see the, did, like, did you guys see that Instagram post from bars, like, not like Bleacher Report Sports, like with a Vince Mc, with the with the with the reporting the Vince McMahon return story? And you know who liked it? One deck, one oh, uh, Declan McMahon, the son of Shane McMahon, Vince's big wet orange son himself. Oh, he's trying to get that. Well, so this... funny, so funny. I, I did what he said, like, "Oh, that's a W or something." He commented. All, all I thought was, I thought he like just straight up just, just liked it. I thought he commented. No, but uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy because at this point, like, this has to be a power play just to return and to his former glory. Because if he wanted to prep this company for a sale, he could help in doing this from where he's at right now. Yeah. I mean, he's he wouldn't be getting paid any less for the company at you know if he was uh, where he's at now, helping prep the company for a sale. But now he wants to do it his way. He wants to uh, come back to power, and he's using this as leverage to come back to okay, power. At least in my isn't, opinion, isn't this the wrestling way? Right? Once you retire, you're <laughs> never going to retire for sure. You're going to keep never coming never. back. This is this is the this is the way. That's that's what these guys do. Well, isn't like the the Ric Flair documentary, the the one on Peacock? They're just uh, they're talking like, well, he had that last match, but you know, never say never. Oh Same thing with Vince. I mean, what was my train of thought here? Like, there's a very real there's a very real possibility where Vince can just straight up just be the carny that he is and just 180 on everything that he promised for. When in the event that he would take control of the company, it's like, nope, this deal's not right. We're not gonna, we're not gonna sell. We don't have the offer that I don't yeah. like, so I'm gonna stay in power and then, you know, do what we do best, which is to make, which is to entertain you. It's all about the money. Wait, make movies, pal. Until the day he died. Well, yeah, aggressively drinking water, looking into a, into a mm-hmm. camera. Uh yeah no it that's a that's kind of what I think's going on here but um in order for I think WWE to really succeed they need to uh, Stephanie Triple H and Nick Khan need to somehow band together and to fight this in every which way Vince they can off a window. and I yeah. I mean I don't I'm know advocating violence I mean but come on now what else is, is there anything else that has worked so far I don't think so <laughs> no 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 I mean sorry but, but, <laughs> Put a cushion pad at the yeah. bottom, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, here's the thing: Vince would never do. He would never ask somebody to do. He would never do himself. And I saw a commercial for WWE where somebody flew out the window. <laughs> so that means he would have done yeah, it himself, no, yeah, right? No. You see somebody fall out the window in a television commercial. Like it's clear that they really legitimately do it. Like, what? Why would television lie to us? <laughs> All right. So 
Michael, what do you? Uh, when do you think? When, when do you think Vince will be back in power? Uh, ugh, I mean, shit like this could take like months, maybe a year. Uh, but watch, I say that, and it's like breaking news: fucking Vince McMahon is back in January seventh. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No. Uh, I'll guess like around. I think we'll be hearing a lot more. It's it's very convenient that this is like. During January, like as they're making overtures for WrestleMania, like WrestleMania season, season. Yeah. or like Royal Rumble and all like that stuff. Who the fuck knows? He'll probably yeah. return at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could he could be a uh, number thirty one at the Royal Rumble. You know, the thirty first entrant. Sure, why not? Uh, Jose, what do you think? What when do you think he's going to return, <sighs> or if he's going to return? Well, how do you think um, this is going to play you know, out? I'm wishful thinking. I'm hoping the guy doesn't come back. Just keep that executive role. Keep the bank rolling. Um, but, you know, these guys, they love the spotlight, and you never say retire in the wrestling business. What we need is for Stephanie to uh, have this guy committed. <laughs> doctor, doctor. He only talks in 80s phrases. And so you're thinking like a Donald Sterling situation where, like, they, they straight up just, like, say this man is just unfit, like, clinically like he's like mentally unfit to run a yeah, if you give this guy of one of those uh fitness uh, uh mental fitness t- uh, test he's gonna fail tremendously i don't know man i he's, mean i don't know he's he he's, seems he's pretty in, in shape race. to me uh, no, uh, you don't he's hang not out athletic him like he can definitely pass a physical no no I I think he's greedy as oh holy oh, yeah. heck, yeah. but at the same time I think he's pretty he's he's there competently. Um, when he's writing stories, I think we look at it like oh these stories don't make any sense. This man's an old and you know it's a crazy old man. But at the same time, I think that is completely separate than you know how he runs a company. I think he could still he could still probably at least pretend like he can run a company sure but you know people so. like that have people you know what i mean he has yeah. people that does things for him, that can do things for him like you know very experienced business people that can get shit done yeah like george barrios yeah. and his forehead and and wilson michelle wilson yeah right yeah all right well developing story either way it's a developing story stay tuned here at city wrestling radio because we will be on it like uh like, like flies on wwe he's he's on it he's on something yeah yeah uh but no matter what you're on you're paying money for it and money is what's going around all over the world including new japan pro wrestling because mercedes monet is here michael uh <laughs> it's moan. What Mercedes moan? Hey, okay. Is there no? Okay. T? Well, no. No. It's it's M O N E. I don't even think there's an accent mark on the E either. There, 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 might, there be. might be. It's it, just because of a trademark thing. I mean, Monet is. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't trademark a name. Uh, yeah, you can. What am I saying? <laughs> well, Mercedes Monet. Despite that, she deb- uh, she debuted for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling earlier this week at the Tokyo Dome. Defeat uh, after Kyrie defeating Tom Nakano uh, in what Kevin Kelly called "quote the worst kept secret in New Japan Pro Wrestling." Uh, she came out. She posed. She hit a botched move on Kyrie, and then cut kind of an awkward promo challenging her to uh, battle in the Valley in San Jose in a few Sold weeks. Sold out. 
which is pretty much sold out. There's like there's Did a couple of now? seats. Like there's just like you know there's like peppered seats around the arena now. Holds like three thousand, right? Yeah, I mean I've I've been there a few times. It's a nice little yeah. arena. Um, Jose, what do you th- what did you think of uh, Mercedes I debut? Mean, lackluster, right? <laughs> I love the hair. Love the new outfit. Um, I uh, a, a little appropriative, you know, in the entrance, uh, if that's a word. Um, I, I've heard. Like, I, I wish. I wish her about that. Yeah, I wish. That, I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it because I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, I wish Kyrie took that move better. I've seen it done in practice while she was training. It looks a lot better when done right. Ky- Kyrie took the bump a little bit too soon. Juventud Guerrera made the, um, took the bump way better than Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. It, it's cool. It's a cool moment. I mean, you know, it put, yeah. added a little spice to the event, right? Uh, even though we all saw it coming. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, that that move I saw posted on uh, on Instagram by Tony Deppin, and it was like him and just somebody else randomly. And they were like, this is what was supposed to happen. <laughs> and it was just him and some indie wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, Michael, the, what do you think this means for okay, Mercedes Monet? She is in New Japan. Uh, obviously, she's going to be free to work other companies. Do you think she's going to be showing up at in AEW, in any anywhere else? What's going Gun on? Gun to my head, I'm going to say she arrives next week in Los Angeles. Um, I know there are people out there, Meltzer says that they're like they are adamant that like he is adamant that people of position who would know more about it say that she's not going to be in Los Angeles she ain't going to be in AEW and that it ain't going to be a thing because she's I think she's either just like her, her price her asking price is too high and that she's not willing to commit to AEW to that yeah. to that certain level and that <laughs> again like this this, like I said about that whole Vince McMahon story that we were talking about, like, who, like, what do you do if you are Mercedes and you hear that, like, the place that you left is going to become the place that you left? <laughs> and yeah. so that's got to make that's got to bring some level of influence to the decision making going into next Wednesday, and yeah, any well, speculation and, of yeah. her showing up at the Rumble out the door, no more. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, no, I, I definitely, her, okay, just her debut in New Japan, to me, it, I, I still want to talk about this guy. I still have a lot of, it's just, she came out, like I said, she posed a little bit, and she was everything about Sasha Banks that I didn't like ever. You know, she was everything. She was every bit of smiling at the camera when somebody would say something to her. She was the ultra pose to the camera. Like, to me, I I didn't like it at all. The hair, whatever. I'm not going to criticize her looks. I didn't like the hair. It reminded me of a beanie I had when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then when she came out, she hit the move, whatever. Kyrie didn't take it right. I, I'm not, I can't really sit there and criticize that but then she, when she cut that promo afterwards oh, yeah. Yeah. it was just like like to nervous. me i was like so, like she, to me it didn't I, I don't know what she was trying to do i don't know if she was trying to talk slower so like, she, like to the i don't know audience, you know what it was though, even it, though it, like a good amount of the tokyo dome audience is like super not japanese even though there's a good amount like there's like yeah 
uh, because she was even saying like I'm Mercedes Monet, and I was just like, okay, like talking like in a Japanese commercial uh, where they just like like fluctuate uh, like their English yeah. words like a lot more. They em- they em- they emphasize like oh, you know, syllables and all that stuff just to yeah. you know make it. Co- and also, totally, uh, go ahead. Because she was totally oozing try hard energy, just trying way too hard. And it didn't help the fact that you know the on like the crowd was actually kind of silent too. Because, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, like, Sasha, I consider Sasha Banks one of the, like, biggest stars in wrestling. Uh, but, like, having her in Japan, getting into the Dome, you, I don't want to say there was crickets, but it was definitely more a tepid response that I thought would. Uh, I mean, Japanese I crowd was Japanese crowd. You know what I mean? I mean, they respond, like, to, they respond, but then, like, you get, it's they action. get, like, a this good action. very reaction. action-y, you know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, I mean, when when her face was shown on the screen, people did have a reaction. But then when it cut to her in ring promo, people were just kind of like, "Okay, thanks, Sasha." Language barrier, like, or thanks, Mercy. Well, yeah. Um, But that being said, Sasha Banks puts a whole new set of eyes on New Japan Pro Wrestling. A lot of people who probably never would have given New Japan or Stardom the chance ever. Uh, who were huge Sasha, Sasha Banks fans in WWE might consider watching Stardom now or watching New Japan Pro Wrestling now because of yeah, this. Yeah, you got that percentage, and but then you also have a percentage of those fucking psychos who just who would criticize Mercedes. Yeah. No, who would criticize Mercedes of running away from the grind, like of WWE? Like, no, I only watch WWE. Please don't leave WWE. You betray. Yeah, you betray me. George. Everyone here betray me. I fed yeah, up. Get with yours, Mercedes. Get yours. Yeah, yeah, I, t- uh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on Twitter. But I've, uh, yeah, like I said, it's the Sasha diehards, the WWE diehards, and then just everyone else, LDS. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, also on last night or the other night, uh, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Uh, Michael, I'm gonna let you have first stab at this. What did you think of this match? It was all right. <laughs> oh come oh, on, dude! No, okay, come on. Right, I'll, what, what, can, what can I fucking say? It's it's Kenny Omega. It's Will Ospreay. It's the fucking Tokyo Dome. Like that's that's five that. stars minimum right there. And they knew it. And every and like they it exceeded my expectations. I'll say that. Like I was like definitely. I I was just like okay, these guys. It's Omega Okada one. It was five years ago. Kenny Omega. Let's see if Kenny Omega still got it. Let's see the level, but and and boy, like, I think we take for granted that like Kenny Omega is like thirty nine years old, and <laughs> I I I dare somebody I dare somebody to tell me who is that level of athlete at his age, at that point of his career, considering the wealth, who... considering the wealth, the wealth of like matches he has had since Omega Okada won. It's. It's fucking, it's unparalleled. Like, tonight, like, January 4th, like, that, that Wrestle Kingdom match against Will Ospreay, like, I gotta, like, say it. He, Kenny Omega, like, he's, he bunny hopped. He fucking, he Terminator, he, he Terminator toe paid Brian Danielson to the number one spot, in my opinion. Like, that, that, that match alone just, like, solidified his top spot as, like, my favorite wrestler after I saw that. And, just, like, and considering yeah. his entire career from that point, it's just, like, he, Man, that that match just fucking took my breath away. And 
big ups to Will Osprey too. Like he was the absolute perfect opponent yeah. there as well. Like his selling, his bleeding, the way he just like his his fiery babyface offense. The I'm gonna it, it was a fucking masterpiece. That it, and. Well, that was the thing is that he was the baby face in that match. And you knew from the second he came out to elevated. Uh, elevated. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was just like, oh, I love Will Ospreay again. <laughs> I love you, Will Ospreay. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for anyone who takes offense to that out there. But just, it was a fucking great match. And I couldn't get over it the from start to finish. Uh, Jose, you were even – see? Yeah, and uh, we met Will Osprey, and he was Oi. hungover. <laughs> on, uh, thank you for the kind words, Michael. I'm still getting over that Chipotle burrito that they oh. gave us. Never right. Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, Jose, Mwah. you were talking about this match the other day about Kenny Omega in this match. What did you think yeah, of this match? You know, I don't know what it is. Is it? it does a light fire, <clears throat> a fire light underneath Kenny Omega's ass when he's in New Japan, when he's at Wrestle Kingdom? At the Dome. The Dome. Um, is it New Japan? Is it Japan? He feels great at home. Is it <clears throat> Tony Khan maybe dumbing down Kenny Omega for the American fans? Well, you don't think I he's don't, capable of get... wrestling a match like that in North America? We've seen it plenty of times. Like, I don't... Dude, he hits different in Japan. It's true. It's true. I think I There's, honestly just I mean it's 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 all the right the factors. Entrance the entrance alone was a hundred times better than anything American. Well I mean that was a very like uh, anything at Wrestle Kingdom entrance at Wrestle Kingdom is gonna There's be a, a waste of the Wrestle Kingdom. type entrance. Like, there's bonus points <laughs> when you wrestle at the dome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the athleticism that he showed it was, it is it's what I remember Kenny Omega as. The Kenny Omega I yeah. see in AEW is Kenny Omega light. I mean, well, trios he, matches like what those matches are fucking fantastic. They're but fantastic, but you're it's only still, seeing you're only seeing like, that. Yeah, a small amount of it. It's still lacking that but, one winged angel attempt from the top rope. What? But what does that say about the American audience versus the Japanese well, audience? Is, is audience, my opinion. Right? But the, no, well, okay. How about this? How, how about this? Like, what does it say about? the sustainability of Kenny Omega's style as a performer on a weekly basis in compared to your average new Japan sure, schedule sure. where there could, there could be gaps in between big matches. Like he could wrestle like one match. It's like, say that he's, you know, say that he only wrestles in new Japan. He'll probably, he, he doesn't have to be yeah. there every week. He doesn't have to, yeah. he doesn't have a three, he doesn't have a three sixty. you know, it's not, they don't have to keep maintain a weekly schedule. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. When was the last time, or I shouldn't phrase it that way, there has not been one AEW or an American match that he's had on a major event, not a weekly basis, on a major event. There has not been one match that has reached top 10 out of all his matches. In AEW? Those, those in AEW, not one of his matches has reached his top 10 performances, uh, career-wise. Everything has come from Japan. And I think I think that just mostly boils down to qual uh, quantity and also overall presentation. Like you, he they have to they have you have to you know mind for commercials formatting, you know the no commercials on pay per view events. Of course, of course. Nick, Nick Jackson, you know you gotta you gotta always prepare for Nick Jackson in the match too. <laughs> I mean the trios match, but uh, but either way, Great like uh, I loved it. This is awesome. You no, know, you're absolutely right. Um, but 
Like it's definitely. I you know I need to you know what we need to do is write these down so then when we have our end of 2023 episode we remember already teasing it now. It's long term uh, booking, son. Uh, no, December 27th, Jose. Thank you very much, though. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Kenny Omega did defeat Will Ospreay to become the IWGP U.S. champion. He's a champion uh, again. To become that's, the, that's a two-time. That's kind of crazy for me to think that Kenny Omega just has a belt for that company he worked for three years ago. That really goes to show and it really that partnership, muddies, I guess. It, it really muddies the water, water on this Forbidden Door thing and the WWE relationship, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, you know, definitely. AEW uh, talent holding one of the, their major titles. Yeah. Yeah, and, you, you know, it has been uh, rumored week, uh, for weeks now that the um, kind of tensions with the uh, Carl Anderson never open weight title uh, situation with New Japan and WWE has been tense to say yeah. the least. Uh, but uh, now it seems like with AEW and, and New Japan, they're just seemingly, yeah, no, let's throw your guy over here. You know, he's been here before. He was our first U.S. champion. Let's make him U.S. title and again. Guess who lost the title? One of them. What we lost? No, Carl Anderson. Oh, you're you're right. Yes. Uh, no, but uh, it's a beautiful title too. I can never get over that title. So. <laughs> I can never. <laughs> I can never get over that title. Okay, now let's move Remember on. Uh, Carl was like the biggest fucking deal for some goddamn reason. When, like when he signed uh, no. for New Japan, like when pe- no, there was like actual fucking discourse when like and you like when Carl Anderson signed with WWE as he was wrestling for New Japan and just like just like the level of tribalism to- in regards to- for some people was like I was like I did not have an opinion about it because like like are, are we really are, are we you- no, are we really wasting our time? Well, all due respect, but are we really just like spending our time thinking about the relevance of Carl Anderson. Like this guy, he puts butts he's in had seats. one good match in uh, like in over a decade. Like he, and then he has ridden the coattails of that, you know, his entire career. Uh, that and being okay, semi funny and being the elite. You're, you're talking about, uh, yes. Lemon face is very funny. Um, are you talking about, you're talking about this year, right? Him signing yeah, back yeah, yeah, WWE yeah, wall. Yeah. The most recent one. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I think that really raised a lot of questions at that point, you know, with a never open weight champion being signed to WWE, that was just, and them not just automatically taking the title away from him. I mean, like, it was also, like, under under this new regime, or soon-to-be old regime, honestly, of WWE, okay, this is, they, they, them, how is this new, quote-unquote, new regime of WWE are they treating this like situation? Are they just open and shut, forbidden door lock, burn the could burn the house down kind of thing? Or we're just gonna let you wrestle and do the thing? No, you know what that signing reminds yeah. me of? Uh, forbidden door, right? It, it feels like Triple H stuck his foot while the door was closing. He was trespassing <laughs> to the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know when you do that, yeah. somebody's trying to slam the door. That's what yeah. Triple H did by signing him. He stuck his foot in the door before it closed. He was like one of those people that uh, I, I don't want to say like uh, those Jehovah's Witness people that would come up to your door back in the day, but the Jehovah's Witness people that would come up to your door yeah, back absolutely. in the day. Then I just emailed um, you. Yeah. Uh, so next, Guys, Joe uh, Biden also wants to talk uh, to me. Me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, you you are a pretty influential person in this world. You are the resident. I'm New looking Japan at the email right here. now. <laughs> president Joseph Robinette Biden. I love to call you. Oh, does he want to talk to you about uh, aviators? No, because I'll talk to him about aviators. I feel like you'd have some. All right. Uh, Also, another notable uh, moment from the other night at Wrestle Kingdom 17 was Okada versus Jay White. Uh, Okada defeating Jay White to become the IWGP. uh, Was it a world heavyweight title? I can't remember what heavyweight this title is. IWGP heavyweight championship. Cody snack tattoo. Yeah, the neck tattoo title. Yeah. Uh, but see, I, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of in the same position we were a couple of years well, that, ago. That looks because like trash, was it? yeah. No, 2017. Oh, was it 2017, 2018? We had the first IWGP US title champion, Kenny Omega. Hiromu Takahashi was the light heavyweight title. And who was the champion? Kazuchika Full Okada. Circle. And we're just, it's just a full circle back to where we were. Yeah, when New four Japan years was ago. good. <laughs> You're right, but at the same time, it's like they haven't built any stars in ah, that time. That, that, that event. They, they, they definitely had a, some people in mind. Like they, the, that, that, um, that, uh, that junior, that Who, no, that Trent? junior heavyweight, that junior heavyweight four away. Like they clearly wanted Wado to be like he didn't win, but he, they definitely wanted him to be the bridesmaid in that regard. And the tag match with involving Shota Umino. Tanahashi and Muda, like Umino got the pin there, so they they want. That's clear that they want Shota Umino, and uh, they're building something okay, for Ren Narita, first... even though he lost. Like there's they're setting stuff up. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're not. You know, they're not. Treading Why water. is Shota Umino? Why is Shota Umino carrying a leather jacket around with him everywhere he goes when he's already wearing a leather jacket? Because I like Cause the it's cool. Because hey. it's cool. Okay, it, 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 you know, sure, whatever. I'm going to move on from that because it just bothers me. Every time I see him carrying, I'm like, who just fucking wear the jacket, wear the jacket or just just put it fucking down. I don't know. To me, it's like this weird like nod to John Moxley. But at the same time, it's like if you're not wearing it, then why are you just like carrying to like, hey, here's my jacket that, that somebody else gave me. I'm a Death Rider. Woo! But I'm also kind of like this weird hybrid of Naito and uh, Tanahashi. There could be worse combinations. Absolutely. Okay, so like I said, Okada versus... uh, Okada defeating uh, Jay White. Now, like we were talking about earlier, White's future in New Japan Pro Wrestling has come into question recently. And a lot of people have been speculating when uh, Triple H has made mentions of people showing up in the Royal Rumble. Uh, he did whisper something, uh, talking about Jay White, not Triple H, into Okada's ear after losing the match. Then cut to New Year's Dash, Jay White attacked Hikaleo and challenging him to a Loser Leaves Japan match. Yes, Hikaleo could lose a match and wrestle for New Japan uh, Strong in the United States. Like, hey, Michael, you laugh, but Hikaleo would would probably be a pretty suitable person uh, right there next to, like, Filthy Tom Lala and Fred Rosser. You don't think? Oh, no, I'm, like... I'm just stunned in silence at that very prospect. I'm so <laughs> fucking excited. Well, because, you know, Hikuleo, he's just such a main event superstar. I mean, what can we say about that? Hey, look, uh, hey, but many has Hikuleo. Give him like six. Give it like two months. If he if like the second Vince McMahon sees that guy. 
ah, yeah, <laughs> cut to like the the Vince falling out of the chair yeah. meme. I mean, it, like it it almost did Jr. in when he was in that episode of Dynamite. It was like, bah, uh, oh ma, oh ma. <laughs> Goddamn over here! He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Um, But no, it's like to to me, I I I think uh, the way they were setting this up, and given this did happen at New Year's Dash before the reports of Vince McMahon plotting his fucking Joffrey return to the throne. it to, to me, it seemed like Jay White is leaving New Japan. Well, yeah. That's what it seems like they're setting up to me. What What do you Seth think, Rollins Michael? Seth Rollins injured. Think... He might as well just be their new Seth Rollins. They're basically oh, the same guy. It. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing is that they are pretty much the same person. I don't know. I uh, no, in the immortal not, okay. like J- I joke. I'm just I'm only kind of joking. <laughs> Come they on, both have a even Seth. They're they're very they're very athletic. They're very talented wrestlers. They both have they both they both yeah. have a very methodical style, which is kind of you know um. <laughs> and, <laughs> long. They have long dark hair. I mean, and they also uh, wrestle matches that are like way too. I don't want to say up its own ass, but way too long for its own for for any right to be. Which is what how I kind of see. I mean, every Jay White main event match where like it's oh come on, it's Jay White baby. Yeah. Uh, Jose, what do you think about uh, Jay White in WWE? Do you think this is going to happen? You know, or two days ago, I thought it was going to happen. Now I'm thinking, hello, Impact. Hello, AEW. It in WWE with Vince coming back. I'll tell you that. I don't want to disc- I want to discount yeah. his. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, no. It, he's, no. Switchblade. So why, why is he named after a tool from the 50s? Switchblade. What is that? Rename him. His name is now White. I think AEW is pretty bloated as well, though. Like, I don't think it's not a guarantee that Jay White will find success. In not after AEW. Miro leaves. Once Miro leaves, there's just plenty of space, plenty of capital. Do you think Miro's gonna come back to WWE and a Vince McMahon returning WWE? No. Impact Mexico. Or fucking or Andrade. Like I, I mentioned these people before. Like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Miro is definitely somebody, but here's the thing about Miro is like, and like you said, people like Andrade, they've all been kind of like doing this waiting game for with their contracts, kind of waiting it out to go back to the Triple H regime. It's also a style of Tony Khan's booking that he himself once said, where like he he doesn't mind he doesn't mind like uh like putting uh, putting roster like putting roster members on the shelf because. I, creative has nothing for them, but then, like I, would, I was just gonna say that. But like, let's let's just slow the roll here. Let's let other people shine, and then we'll find something for you. And yeah, we too many. We we only have so many spots to fill. We need we need the. I don't know. No. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're talking about Tony Khan because AEW Dynamite this week had a few notable things happen. Uh, mainly, uh, this week's episode of AEW, uh, Dynamite saw Brian Danielson defeat Tony Nese via submission, uh, but it wasn't until after the match when AEW World Heavyweight Champion MJF came out to the ramp. I don't ramp think they say World Heavyweight a... Champion. I don't think there's actually a weight designation for... Does it? Uh, I... Okay, so World Champion. Yeah. AEW World Champion. 
uh, came out to the ramp to cut a promo on the American Dragon. And uh, after the two went back and forth about each other's mothers, uh, MJF gave Brian the challenge. Uh, he says, if you can go until February 8th, which is a very random date to me, one month before the pay-per-view at AEW Revolution in San Francisco, uh, he will become number one contender for the title uh, and will be able to face MJF for the title. But then Brian agreed to the stipulations, but also added that if he does make it uh, until February 8th, that the match at Revolution will be a 60-minute Iron Man match. Michael, okay. Are we going to be at the Chase Center for 8 to 10 hours? I feel like we were gonna, it was going to happen anyway, with or without an Iron Man match, honestly. But <laughs> that's, another, that's another story. Uh the day of, I, I went when I was watching Dynamite on the East Coast feed and just like just came all over the Slack uh, chat as soon as it got announced. Cochino. It was a little, I was like, I was that my immediate reaction was like, fuck yeah. I, I've only seen one Danielson, Daniel, Brian Danielson used to be my favorite wrestler. Uh, now I get to watch him in a non WWE light for one hour. In a wrestling match, and like I was again, that that very prospect is super exciting to me. But it dawned on <laughs> me, it's gonna be one hour. It's gonna be one hour. Jose, are you te- are you telling us that you like you're gonna run out of battery soon? Yeah, I'm gonna be running out of battery. But if you, got, you guys, look, I can't look. We're having some. We're hanging, <laughs> just move the laptop. I can't. If like, I move like, the laptop, it's going to be up the... on my face. Well, good thing this is the last question. Okay, so, but but also, yeah. Uh, oh, hour long matches are very, very, very. It's it, they're hard to they're hard okay. to perfect. Dude, Danielson, the, the, though, the pay per view is going to be five hours long, right? Without this match, now it's, be prepared for six, and the, and the buy in, the buy in. Holy crap, we're going to be there all day. It's going to be like a a day at work, eight hour. Well, not either way. All three of us are going to be there. AEW Revolution. Uh, Just sent me the ticket so, today. I'm well, excited. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, eat your edible right at the uh, 20 minute mark of the uh, Danielson match, and you'll be good yeah, to go. Well, I'm, I'm going to carry right. ve- uh, a, a multitude of edibles because this is going to be a marathon. I've been to concerts and I've been to wrestling shows, but I've never been to a Warrior game at the Chase Center. What? Yeah, I've seen the either. killers. I haven't been doing yeah. either. Too expensive. Seen Raw, seen SmackDown. They're both the same thing. But and I've seen the killers. But then that's that's pretty much it. I know how to get. It's it's going to be really easy. It's been really easy to get there. So I'm looking forward to it. You know. Yeah. The goal in the so, goal is okay. right now to not die between now and March. <laughs> March. It's <laughs> okay. The thing you were saying, uh, Michael, is that you know. <sighs> When you said a one-hour Iron Man match, the part of me was like, "Okay, I'm supposed to like this," <laughs> but yeah, 100%, 100%. we're so spoiled. Uh, like quantity, like the quantity, like the, my value is like the value of this thing is just gonna go up. But but I'm not gonna care about the match until at least about 45 minutes mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just like a playoff game. Like it doesn't matter until depends the fourth on the story. quarter. The third depends on the story quarter. of what they're like gonna show. Like who knows. Yeah, and also I want a uh, multiple falls match. I don't want this 0-0 going into minute 58. Oh, God. No. No. That, mm. 
Can't do it. I want multiple DQs. I want it to be seven six. <laughs> oh, that'll be awesome, by the time. Man. Change the then, norm. like, think about that. This is like it's it's like five. It's like it's going to be like six mini matches. Yeah, well, I have a short attention span, so. All right, gun to your head. Who wins <laughs> for me? Right now. Uh, MJF. Jose. Jose, what do you think? When did MJF get the title? Uh, November. Yeah. This yeah. Is second, uh, yeah. This is his second defense. Shit, yeah. MJF. Uh, oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I wish it was uh, DBBD, whatever he's calling himself nowadays, but it's not. You mean be. Brian Danielson? <laughs> he, he's he's a Daniel Brian. You know what, Danielson Michael? This senior. This was supposed to be the end of the year show, and we've all been drinking. Okay, <laughs> don't make... blame Jose. You could make a case for Danielson winning this. Like, you could you definitely could. Like, it doesn't. Like MJF, like MJF's like thing about him being the the the, the bidding war of twenty twenty four. It doesn't necessarily have to involve the title. It would make it more important. But I think just for the sake of predictability, I would if if I were to book it right now. I man, Daniel. I feel like Danielson's got to got to get a got to get a huge win. I'd book Daniel like. Tony Khan he made it abundantly clear he had a choice between CM Punk and Brian Danielson, and while the business that CM Punk gave to AEW is invaluable, I think from a quality standpoint, probably like should have gave it to Danielson. I would have given it to Danielson, but then that's just me. Well, CM Punk did let everybody know on his Twitter this week that, uh, or on his Instagram this week that uh, he did push up sales. In uh, ringside collectibles yeah, and yeah, uh, so and the YouTube sad. views, That's the saddest shit. He wants back in so he badly. Does, he it, does. It, it's and he knows he can't make it in WWE, so he's reaching, grasping the straws, as they say. I mean, Vince, Vince will let CM Punk back in. Paul, uh, Triple H, no, I could see him, CM Punk going back to a Vince WWE. I could, I could I'm just that. saying, I, I, right there. But it took Vince so long to to warm up again. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe, maybe All right. It's only uh, day five, people. Sean, it's only the first day of the year. Is that you? Sixth day of the year, Michael. It's the sixth day of the year. Come on. In the East Coast, yes. Uh, We got about another hour, but technically. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here for today. Uh, Another wonderful year. Uh, to start the year at City Wrestling Radio, we're going to, you know, we talked Wrestle Kingdom, MJF. I'm a little drunk. Uh, And yes. We will see you again, not all three of us, but, you know, maybe sometimes all three of us, whenever it happens. Me and Jose will be back next week talking about uh, whatever all happens happenings in the news. in your Pro- wrestling world. Uh, Michael, do you, you got what, what do you got going on? Uh, uh, are you still are you still twitching? Are you still twitching? I'm, are, I'm still alive. Yes, I'm twitching. <laughs> are we, nothing to plug. You uh, plug something. Hey, or? Listen, Island 32 karaoke nine until closing. I host that shit. Tip your karaoke in San host. Francisco, California. Yes, only the ones in San Francisco. Don't tip the karaoke Venmo host me. in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, Venmo him. Uh, All right, get on the list. Let what's the percentage? Right in the battery percentage right now. Jose. We're at six. We can hang out for a little bit longer. Okay then. All right. So <laughs> never mind. Money in the bank. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Uh, for City Rest, the Rumble. 
Well, we could talk about that next week. Okay, we got we got weeks that go before the rebel. But for City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegada. My name is Michael Vergara. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, take care. Have a wonderful evening, and or day, whatever. I don't know what you're into, but have a good one. Take care. Drink Bye. your water. All right.